Hi, Steve. Hi, Mark. Just a quick note to say congratulations on reaching 100 episodes of the Beer O'Clock Show. And it's been a pleasure to be a part of Season 6 for the Irish Craft Beer. Also, great to have Steve over with us recently and hopefully have you both over with us soon. Best of luck in the future. And looking forward to the lock-in. Thanks very much. From irishbeersnob.com, I'm Wayne. I'm Janice. Cheers, guys. Bye. You're listening to... You're listening to the... To the Beer O'Clock. The Beer O'Clock Show. You're listening to the Beer Clock Show. It's Beer Clock and it's episode 100 of the Beer Clock Show. My name is Mark and joining me is the man who's been beside me every step of the way. The bestest beer buddy a noob could hope for. It's Steve. Hello, Steve. Hi, Mark. How are you doing? I'm doing all right, mate. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Can't can't believe we can't believe we made it to show one hundred. <laughs> and it wouldn't be episode one hundred without technical difficulties getting us on air in the first place. But we've managed to be here in our finest style. We are indeed, yes. <sighs> right. Live, so li- live broadcast, say, mate. Who 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 do them? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. We've got a very special beer for tonight. It is one. That I have happened to have had before, and that's a little story. It's McKellar's Daydream, which is, well, from Siren as well, McKellar's Siren, excuse me. It is a 12% ABV white stout. It's actually called Beer Geek Daydream. I'm so prepared. As always, mate, as always. <laughs> Are you looking forward to this beer, Steve? I, I am very much looking forward to this beer. I've heard great things about it from a lot of people. Um, particularly one of the the show's avid followers, um, Sean at Plim Sean, um, who has drunk lots of this and who has bought the world supply of it, which he currently holds in his cellar <laughs> in in a pub just down the road from me. Right, um, we had a little a little trip to Sheffield last week, didn't we? We did. Yes, indeed. I was going to let you, and... you talk about that tonight, mate. <laughs> Were you? Okay. Well, then I'll do a little bit of a chit-chat about it. Okay, so we got asked to do a little beer tasting at a at a bottle shop in Sheffield called Hop Hard Out. Um, and so we got on a train um, with our little suitcases and went up to Sheffield for the night. And we it was a very lovely time indeed. Um, There's only a small group of people. You know, despite being world famous, we only managed to pull... A smallish crowd, but it was good fun. We had lots of good beer. We went about an hour and a half over time because everyone was having such a great time drinking and talking and much debate over IPAs and saisons and <laughs> all that kind of thing, and which was the best beer of the night. Um, but all up, it was a great night, and thanks a lot to Hop Hard Out for having us up and for everyone who came along. Did you have a good time, Steve? I, I did, mate. Yeah, just to echo that, I, th- I thought it was um, it, it was a nice group. Everybody was really chatty. Everybody was really friendly. Um, it was, as, as you say, we went well over time. But I, I guess that's what happens when you start talking to passionate beer people about good beer. You, you just keep talking and and keep talking and keep talking. So, so yeah, just to echo what you said. Then thanks to to Jules for inviting us up to the to, to the hop hideout. Um, and it almost. Um, Actually, for, for those of you that are watching live tonight and, and don't already know, um, this week is it leads into Sheffield Beer Week as well. 
So um, we were kind of up there as a bit of a warm-up act for, for the whole of Sheffield Beer Week. Or, or at least that's what I'm selling it as. Um, so, so yeah, um, check out any events going on in Sheffield over the next week. Uh, of course, if you're listening to the show in its normal Friday slot, Sheffield Beer it. Week was great. It was fantastic. <laughs> um, make, sure you, make sure you catch it next year. Indeed, I like to think that um, our presence basically um, fueled a frenzy's excitement in craft beer, and they decided to take a, an entire week to celebrate it afterwards. Absolutely, mate. You know, we've established time and time again that that that, that where we go, others follow, um, and that we're a leading Indeed. force in in the craft beer scene. <laughs> right. So, how's your beery week been apart from Sheffield, mate? Um, yeah, it's it's been okay. I just um, obviously we got uh, we got back sort of Friday, and I, I then popped uh, down to Mother Kelly's and, and had a few with Pete McCary, who's been on the show before. He was off on his stag weekend this weekend, so I had a few beers down there, and then just had a few um, at, at home uh, over the weekend as well. Um, so, so yeah, not not really too much else to report to be honest with you, mate. Cool. Mine was pretty quiet as well, other than Sheffield. I went. To beautiful beers and Berry St Edmunds yesterday, who I've been banging on a bit about on Twitter, just because I'm always so excited when I go in. <laughs> it's such a great, it's a great little shop, and Rene, who runs it, is great and informative, and he stocks a shitload of different beers as well for such a small shop. So I came out with, oh, I intended to go in and get two or three bottles, and I walked out with about ten. So. Nicely done. Oh well. <laughs> much much like my yeah, empty Kiwi... suitcase that was taken up to Sheffield and a very full and heavy <laughs> one that came back with me. Indeed. I was promising my wife I wouldn't be buying any more beer and came home from Sheffield with a bag full and then walked out with two bags full from beautiful <laughs> beer. So now I've got to find room for them all. But he had the Kiwi beers there and he has his usual huge range of Belgians and French and American beers. It's great stuff. So now I just have to catalogue it, put it on my beer shelf, and in time drink it all. Yes, because you wouldn't want to mistakenly drink one, would you, mate? I, I have never mistakenly drink, drunk in a beer in my life. How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I think I think, I think it might be confession time. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's time you told the, uh, the the listeners and for those that have tuned in and watching us tonight um, exactly how tonight's show didn't nearly happen. Yes, well. This beer, like I said at the top of the show, I have drunk it before. That was by mistake. Steve gave me a bottle of this to have on this show. And I promptly... See, my excuse is when Steve gives me a, show, a beer for the show, he puts a little red label on the top. And that means show beer. And this didn't have one of those, or it had fallen off. And I liked the label, I thought it was quite pretty, so I drunk it about two months ago. And promptly ended up on my ass. So, tonight's a promising night. <laughs> And unfortunately, I had to break the news to Stephen, and he very kindly managed to get a bottle from the very, very kindly Plimshawn, and for which I am most grateful, and for which Steve will never let me live down. <laughs> it better be worth it, that's all, because like, <laughs> like I said earlier on, the, the, the world's entire stock of this beer is, is currently um, in a cellar in Housted in Essex, because... Um, Sean likes it so much he literally rinsed the McKellar store of it so um, yeah thanks to Sean for letting us have one of those stocks of, of the beer so that Mark could actually drink it on our 100th celebration show 
Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, <laughs> thanks again, Sean. And thanks, Steve, for not murdering me on the train up to Sheffield. It's, it's fine, mate. Do you have any had... news, mate? Of course there's news. There's, there's, there's always news. Live news tonight as well. Let's do, let's do some live news to the folks that are watching um, and, and those that are listening uh, as well. Okay, but you don't have my pips tonight. We have some guest pips, of which the live audience will not hear. But here we go. Hi, this is Andy Parker, also known as Tabamatu and Elusive Brewing. Congratulations, Mark and Steve, on reaching your 100th show. Quite an achievement, and uh, I'm pleased to have appeared on a couple of them, and here's to many more. Uh, and now back to Steve for the news. An incredible guest pips they were as, as well. Um, so we've got um, some beer release details. Um, this week sees the release of this year's Duvel Triple Hop 2015. Um, so for those of you that follow what Duvel do once a year, they brew a limited edition um, of their renowned beer, but they add an additional hop to it. So um, this year's additional hop is Equinox from the US, and that's been added to the beer's usual base hop of SARS and Styrian Goldings. So um, keep your eye out for that when it comes out. Um, Thornbridge are releasing new beer in, in a couple of weeks called Bear State, which is West Coast IPA, coming in at 7%. Um, we were chatting to the guys while I was up in Sheffield about that, and by all accounts, it's a pretty decent beer. So, uh, again, another one to keep your eyes out for. Um, the London Brewers Market will be taking place on Saturday 28th of March. Um, you can check out all the details about that at londonbrewersmarket.com to see which breweries are going to be there. And then finally, it wouldn't be the news and it wouldn't be a live news special without some news about BrewDog. Um, of course, they get their own news within the news. Um, soon they'll be having their own pips within the pips, I imagine, as well. Um, they've um, been given a 1.5 million government grant um, which will help them um, to create 130 new jobs and to continue to expand the brewery. Um, they're also looking um, to launch a soft drinks range at some point so keep your eye out for that as well. And so ends the news. Very good. And let's get some of these little guest clips from people that have sent in very kind messages for our 100th episode. And let's have a listen to a handful of them now. Hi, it's Giz, a.k.a. Witch of Signs. I just wanted to say hi all the way from Turkey. You're ace. Bye. Hello, and welcome to Steve and Roland's Happy 100th episode message to the Beer O'Clock Show. Indeed. Well done, guys. A hundred? Yeah. Like, they've good... been going ages, and we've not been going that long, and we're catching them up. Yeah, we do a lot, though. We but do, but do they, they've got a lot more content than we have. <laughs> they talk for a lot more than us, but very happy returns on your hundredth yeah. episodes. May there be many hundreds after. Yeah, well done, guys, and we look forward to many more. Let's get into this week's beer, mate. Our 100th. Featured, yes. I think it's probably 100th featured beer. Probably more than that now that we, if you take into account our doubles and our five beer episodes and our homebrews and all that. But beer 100, just for the record, is McKellar Siren's Beer Geek Daydream, which is a white stout brewed with coffee, cocoa, and vanilla. It's a, it's a lovely aroma coming out of the bottle um, straight away. Um, it is, yeah. 
we've just got just just to mention just before I pour this, um, we've just been sent a picture from from Sean who supplied your bottle. Um, they're all tucking into one up there as well um, this evening. So. Um, that's good to oh, see. Good. We're, we're not drinking alone. Um, it does seem as though there's a few <laughs> other people that are joining us tonight. And it'd be great to know if you are joining us um, with a beer, what beer you're drinking. So, so tweet us and let Indeed. us know and we'll make sure we mention it. I was about to say the same thing, which just goes to show the synergy that has formed over the course of 100 episodes. Over maybe. 100 episodes, yes. We've, we've, become, we've almost become one. We've started finishing each other's sentences. <laughs> I, I know exactly how he likes his tea in the morning. It's, it's amazing. <laughs> this, this smells incredible. Um, there's, a, there's a really kind of boozy aroma, as, as you would imagine, from a, a 12% brew. There's there's a, some sweet hints in there. You do pick up the coffee um, and the vanilla, but it's it's it smells incredible. I'm really looking forward to getting into this actually. Yeah, well, let's wait no longer, mate. Okay. Cheers, let's mate. Cheers ha- and thank you. Thank you. Happy one hundredth. <laughs> Happy one hundredth. Oh wow. <laughs> Oh, that's good. It's all sorts of sweet up front. Um, and then it gives way. You, you, you begin to get that coffee coming through in the middle. And then the mm-hmm. finish, it's such a warming finish to it. Um, yeah. That is, um, I, I need another sip of that just to, to make sure I've actually tasted all of that. Oh, yeah, that's good. That's that's really tasty. Um. I'm going to enjoy this one, I think. It certainly isn't going to be one to guzzle either. It's going to be one that I'm going to um, take a little longer than usual over. Yeah, it's kind of got the body of a 12% beer as well, which is nice because we've had a few lately where the ABV's been high, but they've felt easy, which isn't a bad thing because it makes them very drinkable. But sometimes you want the ABV to be noticeable. You feel like you're getting your money's worth, basically. And that, that certainly feels feels like you are. Right. So, mate, we're not the only ones that are in, enjoying this tonight. Our number one fan has just cracked one as well. Uh, Miles, cheers. Um, nice to see the picture of the, the, the daydream there that you're about to get tucking into. Um, hope you enjoy it as much as we are, mate. And, and thanks for your support. So, there seem to be quite a few of these Beer Geek beers. There is. There's an entire range I'll of them. I'll admit... Then when I realised I'd drunk mine and I had to quickly replace it, <laughs> I, I did a search. <laughs> and that's when I found, I found the wide range of beer geek beers that are out there, of which Daydream was not one of them. Because <laughs> no bastard sells it anymore. No. Because Sean bought them all. Sure, Sean snapped them all up, yeah. Every, every single one of them. <laughs> um, no, I, was, I, I wanted us to do a fairly special beer. For, for the 100th show, um, and, and when this was released last year, it, it kind of piqued my interest, um, and I thought that would be a good one to do, so I did manage to source us a couple of bottles to, to, to tuck away, um, which one of us succeeded on, um, and the other <laughs> shall never let it be forgotten um, that <laughs> he drank his beer, but it, what, what interested me um, was, obviously because Michaela... That what they're renowned for is is is, cook, is cuckoo brewing. So um, going to to other people's breweries and brewing the beer and then packaging them with them. Um, and the the, the the 
the daydream. The thing that attracted me to it was the the, the white stout brewed with coffee, cocoa, and vanilla, and 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 also the ABV of it as well. Because I thought a nice twelve percent beer would would be apt for the hundredth show. Um, but the, the the white stout thing in, interested me because I've had a I've had a white stout before, and I think what I was what I was expecting was literally just a a clear version. Uh, of a beer that tasted very, very roasted and very, very dark, which which this obviously doesn't. This 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 doesn't hasn't got those flavours. Um, so I, I I kind of looked into it a little bit because I was a bit perplexed by why is it called a white stout then? What what's that all about? Is it just one of these craft gimmick type things? But um, <laughs> but by all accounts, go back a couple of hundred years, and 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 stout was a term that was used with um, for stronger beers. Sim- simply for stronger beers. A white stout, uh, basically stout, was uh, a name for a stronger, a bigger and a bold beer. And what happened, obviously, in, in the 1800s, you, you know, we know the story of how porters started in London. They were then taken to Ireland. They become stout porters, and then the word porter was eventually dropped, and stout became the, the recognised term. Well, stout, even then, you when used in front of a porter, was just... As, as a way to define it as being a stronger beer than, than a normal porter. So hence, a white mm-hmm. stout, we shouldn't be expecting to taste something that should taste like the black stuff. What what we're tasting is just a, a, a typically very, very strong beer. And, and at 12% and everything that we're getting from this, um, that's, that's what I'm getting. Um, as, as we say, I, I know there's a couple of people out there tonight that are drinking along with us. So um, by all means, guys, if you've got one of these... Tweet us your thoughts um, about it, and we can make sure we can include them in this discussion. Indeed, and we've got a couple of people who have tweeted what they're drinking tonight live while they're watching. Um, in addition, in addition to Miles, we've got our old buddy Justin Mason, who's drinking a Leafman's Gudenbrand, which comes in comes in a like a tinfoil wrapper, which is like the craft beers version of a brown paper bag, <laughs> and. <laughs> And good old Luan Brew is drinking a Leaf Rock Alt Route Alt Alt something. Maybe it's ale. I don't know. From no, it's, it's no, it is an alt. It, it, it's a style of beer, an alt beer. Um, so yeah, and um, unfortunately, Sparky Wright can't connect on his iPad tonight, so he's going to have to wait oh. wait for the podcast. So, Sparky, you missed the great probably... night, but I'm sure the podcast <laughs> sounds even better. It's probably for the better, Sparky. Yeah, yeah, it's it's not been great so far. <laughs> what else are you getting from this beer, mate? There's a there's a lovely maltiness underneath that boozy coffee layer. That there is, um, yeah. I mean, I think it's backed up by the malts that are in it. Um, but I'm I'm getting a lot of the coffee as as it's beginning to warm now. That's really coming through in the middle of the drink. Um, it's leaving a, a lovely kind of bitter coffee finish to it as well. Um, it's it's a fantastic beer because if 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 you did close your eyes, you'd probably be fooled into thinking you were drinking something a lot darker than than it actually is. Um, for those that are listening to the audio only version uh, of this tonight um, and can't see what I'm holding up to the camera right now, it is it is a lovely dark amber colour, um, almost almost bordering on orange. Um, and, and and the flavours just, just really, really complement um, what's going on in that glass, I think. And for once, I don't feel like guzzling it. Well, that's a first, mate. In 100 shows, yeah. it's the first time you haven't wanted to absolutely slam back the beer. 
So we've done a hundred episodes, buddy. Mm-hmm. And like I said on <laughs> on Twitter a few days ago, we're not really one for not. What, what did I say? I can't even remember now. We're, we're quite self-referential Brilliant. when we want to be. <laughs> we we you know, do we, like we don't bigging up ourselves. Yes. <laughs> Well, not necessarily that, but we like talking about all the stuff that we've done and having a little of a self-celebration at any chance we get. Whether it's a birthday show or an end-of-season show or, you know, we managed to get through another season without killing each other and (laughs) and we managed to start another season, come back from our holidays in one piece. And so episode 100 is probably the best reason we've had to celebrate so far. I think it is quite the milestone. It absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, we've we've gone on record before to say, um, you know, for for two blokes that when we started this didn't really know what we were doing, and it was a bit of a joke. And you know, the fact that we made it into double figures, I think, with, with the podcast. But the the thing that probably amazes me even more is that not not only did, did we continue doing them, people started listening to them, and. People started saying that they enjoyed listening to them, and more and more people have listened to them. And we've got just fantastic engagement now from folks on Twitter. And when when we're out and about, you know, people like to come out and have a beer with us, and people do comment on on the podcast as well. Um, and and I, I think it's I think it's great, mate. Um, I've, I've got to be careful here. More of this twelve percent beer I drink the more likely I am to start weeping <laughs> towards the end of tonight's show, um, overcome with emotion as, as, as we reach this pinnacle. So over the course of the last 100 episodes, what has been, I'm going to say it, what's been your highlight? What's, what's been my highlight? You can I, give me a few if you want. Oh, I was going to say, there's, there's, been, there's been a lot of highlights. Um the, the the one that will probably come as no surprise to anybody um, will be the the show where we did Unhuman Cannibal um, with our first ever number one fan staff, um, which turned into um, a giggle fest. Um, it, it was the first time I'd drunk anything that strong. Um, you decided to neck it, and and on on listening back to it, it was it literally like was three school kids giggling in the playground. Um, that that's right up there as as being one of the absolute highlights for me. Um, Same. What one of the the, the others that, that spring to mind is is when we did the, the show with John Keeling from Fuller's, um, mm-hmm. one of the longest shows I think we've ever put out. But just the the fact that we got to spend time chatting with John and drinking his beers and just just, just having a great great time just exploring the world of beer with him for for me that was a that was an absolute highlight. Um, there have been some some others that I'm, I'm struggling to think of right now. So I'm going to bat this one back to you in 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 addition to those two because I know we often we often cite those as being two of the, the standout shows. Are there any others that, that stand out for you, mate? Um, I have to say the time we reviewed Golden Glory. That's for you, Steve Barlow, mate. No, I don't know. Those were the two that I had in mind. Um, the homebrew specials are always really good, and that first lock-in that we ever did will go down in history as probably the messiest four and a half hours anyone's ever spent on YouTube. <laughs> um, not in a restricted section. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. We've just done some amazing beers. I, I think what you said there is, was was a good point as well. Um, you know that the homebrew specials are a lot of fun to to do, um, and and as we said on last week's show. Um, you know the caliber of the beers that are being produced in people's homes. Um, the fact that people are willing to to come on and chat to us about those beers and share that. And you, you know, for the for the the many many guests that we've now had on the show, some of which are tuning in tonight, some of which are hopefully listen back to the the, the podcast um, when it's released next week. Um, sometimes it can be a daunting experience to come on and do this for the first time, but people still want to come on and they still want to come on and they do it and they talk about beer and they they have a good time. Um, We've got we've got people joining in with uh, sharing their favourite episodes now, which is which is brilliant. Um, Lou on Brew uh, has, has just said she particularly enjoyed the Beavertown cans one. Um, that, was, seems, that was messy. It, it seems to be a theme here that whenever we do a show that ends up a little bit messy, those are the ones that people seem to enjoy the most. Um, but yeah, I mean it's no, it's it's all been good, mate. Um, I I just think if. You know, if the guys out there uh, are still enjoying listening to what we do, um, we'll, we'll we'll keep still keep on doing it. You know, there's we've done a hundred shows in in total. We've probably done about 120 beers or something like that. There's a lot more mm-hmm. beer out there for us to explore um, be, before we finish this. Oh yeah, Brewdog have re- released 120 beers in the time we've done this episode. Well, and each one of them inspired by us. <laughs> let's have a couple more little clips from our lovely supporters who have very kindly sent in messages good evening gentlemen this is former number one fan staff guys living the dream there you are hundredth show who'd have thought it but you've done it Raising beer standards all over the world. I'm proud of you, gents. Keep up the great work. Heroes amongst men. Absolutely top draw. Hey, this is Nate from Booze Beats and Bites. I was pleased to be Beer O'Clock Show's first ever guest on their show. And I'm so glad they're still going strong. Thank you very much, guys. Happy anniversary. Okay, so we've got a few people sharing their thoughts about the beer now as, as well. So, so Miles, um, who's on it with us tonight, uh, says there's a delicious warmth to it. And he's got that Ready Breck advert red glow around him tonight. Um, I can I can understand what he's saying there. It does, it does give you a warmth to it um, that, that, that does leave you feeling like that. Uh, the guys up at uh, the Bird in Hand in Halstead, which is Sean's pub, are still posting pictures of them enjoying the, the daydream so cheers chaps um, be good to get your thoughts on, on what you're getting from it as well um, it's a slightly off track uh, Sparky's commented now um, he's actually in and, and watching and he's not sure whether the previous comment was a sideways one or, or not but um, nice to know you're with us now Sparky <laughs> um, just just keep on keep on letting us know whether you're enjoying this or not and, and, and what you're drinking this evening um, so more pictures coming through now with more people drinking Michaela Siren um, Daydream. So it's uh, yeah, we've got a few people in tonight watching. It would seem. 
So again, I'd, I'd be keen, you know, Lou's, Lou's already started this ball rolling. If anybody else has got any favourite moments that they want to tweet in, we'll try and make sure we give those a mention before we, we finish the beer. Because a very, very nice beer. It, it is. Um, and again, people are sharing their thoughts on it. So uh, Nonsuch, who is, is a new one on me, um, at 4VKC3R, one of, the, one of those really easy... Um, Twitter handles to remember um, as, as just commented it's a lovely beer full of flavour um, which none of them drank without permission so um, obviously <laughs> it's great that the listeners are now having a dig at you as well mate which is brilliant <laughs> <laughs> and Paul Grant who's watching he's not very well, he's coughing up his lungs sorry Paul but he's looking forward to the lock-in so um, what have we got coming up in in the future, do you want to reveal any plans, mate, for the next 100 episodes, even though that's like two and a half years' worth? Yeah, it's, um, <laughs> we can... Uh, well, you know what I'm like. I'm a, I'm a born planner, so I, I don't know yeah. if I've gone quite that far um, forward. But um, just just to share with the folks that while I was up in Sheffield, you and I had what, what we termed our first Beer O'Clock Show Summit as, as well, which kind of laid out the way forward for, for the show in the future. And, and being that those times of political madness. We, we even went so far as producing a beer culture manifesto, which, which Mark and I uh, will now be living and breathing uh, week in, week out. Um, but what, what have we got coming up? So um, the rest of this season, we're, we're going to finish our Irish theme this, this season. We'll have the guys on um, a few times uh, again um, joining us from, from Ireland. Uh, we've also got a show coming up towards the end of this season as well, which we've mentioned a couple of times. It's going to have Justin Mason, Chris Hall, and Matt Curtis on it. It could be one of the most um, audioly descriptive podcasts you've ever heard by the time those three <laughs> finish describing a beer. Um, but we're also hoping to have a little twist on that one as well because we're going to be re reviewing, uh, hopefully reviewing a second product, which isn't a beer. So, And I'm not going to say any more about that right now, but... Um, We'll, we'll, we'll reveal a little bit more about that in the future. So we've got another lock-in coming up at the end of this season, and then we're going to jump straight into next season because we've had to play around with uh, dates because of your holidays. My holidays don't quite allow us to, to have the, the sort of schedule that we normally have. So the next season is going to be a really, really short one. It's only going to be about eight episodes. Um, within that, we've got our third birthday um, and it also goes across the um, Britain Beer Day event, which is happening on the 16th of June. Um, but we're going to theme that season around um, kind of the six nations of rugby. So we're going to do uh, one beer from each of those nations, um, which we'll reveal soon which those beers are going to be. And then going further forward, um, we're going to be doing a few summer specials this year, um, including... Uh, what's going to be kind of a live live with the Beer O'Clock Show type thing. Again, more details to come about that soon. Um, still finalising the details for the, the, the big season that we run up until Christmas. Don't really know what's going on in there at the moment, so keep an eye out for that. And we, we have finally decided that we're going to take on the mountain, haven't we, mate? At some point, we're going to do a Belgian season. Um, because we feel as though as to what, what I feel we're now accepted within the community, beer geeks, nerds, 
wankers, whatever you want to call us. Um, it's about time we challenged Belgian beers, which I'm sure if Justin's still tuning in, he'll be thrilled to hear that we're finally going to be taking on that challenge. So, yeah, lots, lots to come, mate. And for the Belgian one, I have managed to get someone to agree to actually curate a little short list of Belgian beers. So it's not just us picking ones off Waitrose shelves like when we did our European season way back when. Oh no, they're going to be they're going to be proper Belgian beers, and and we're hoping to hoping to do them in kind of three stages as well. So kind of a beginner, intermediate, and advanced. Um, of, of which you'll probably get an entire season of Mark and I just saying, well, it tastes a bit Belgian-y. It's a, bit, it's a bit yeasty. It's a bit yeasty. <laughs> Got a bit of funk to it. It's, <laughs> it's clovey. We've actually um, had a, a few more comments on Twitter. Uh, Justin Mason has parked up saying that his favourite episode is the one where you, Stephen, finally pronounced Saison correctly. <laughs> he reckons that was a landmark. And Miles Lambert has said that his favourite is episode 50 when he was first mentioned and I, and I made him number two fan. That seems so long ago. <laughs> um, and Cerna Vergerven, our favourite unpronounceable Twitter handle, loves the All These Halcyon episode. I think that was when we had Rowan on, wasn't it? That was, yeah. That, that was a good show. You particularly liked that one. Yeah. Because you, you love the, you love the <laughs> hot monsters that, that I throw in every oh, now and again, don't you? Indeed. Yeah, that, that was a point of contention at, at our little Sheffield get-together as well. <laughs> well. Whether we continue throwing in hot monsters or, or, or whether no, we actually try me, and... me not liking the hops. I, I know where you're coming from, mate. It's... It, 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 you can't say that you don't like hops because otherwise, you know, we might as well stop now and, and never do any yeah. more beer o'clock shows. Um, I, it's, it's the it's the hop <laughs> monsters that you don't like. No, and the fact that I actually bought a bottle of Epic Hop Zombie on the weekend. Oh, mate, that's an incredible beer. Grave. That it's is a big absolutely one as well. like, incredible. It is, yeah. It's like the size of me, almost. And apparently yes. the label glows in the dark. Does it? I well, didn't know what... that. I'm going to have to... Um, Renee told me. I'm going to have to go down my bottle bin now and find it just so I can, can see it glowing in the dark. <laughs> so uh, I'll, I'll have to do a test of that and make that my beer pick when I tap it in. I, I was just going to say, I'm, I'm quite keen to find out, seeing as people are engaging with us now as, as well on Twitter tonight. So again, one one for the uh, the people that are tuning in live. Is, is there anything you'd like to see us do? Something that we haven't done yet that you'd like to see us do, that you'd like to either challenge us with? Uh, maybe we could have a whole season of Challenge the Beer O'Clock Show and, and with, with beers. Um, any ideas that, that, that people have got out there? Because I love a crazy idea. Mark, Mark saw my crazy idea live in the flesh uh, as to how it worked when we were coming home on <laughs> your, your crazy idea moments. And while we're waiting for those responses to flood in, let's 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 talk a little bit more about the beer because it does taste amazing. Yeah, that booziness continues all the way through it. I'm not getting much of the coffee towards the end, but I'm also coming down with a bit of a cold, which might might be ruining it for me. No, I, I agree. Actually, I think the coffin soft the coffin the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> something certainly not softened, and that's that's my ability to speak. Um, the, the coffee has softened to, towards the end, and I think more of the other flavours are coming through. So some more of the sweetness from the vanilla and, and, and the balance of the cocoa in there as well. That's coming through more towards the end. It's still got this big, boozy finish to it as well. 
Mm. It's it really is an incredible beer. It's an absolute shame that this was such a limited edition release because I I would love to see this be produced again um, because it is it is incredibly good and it's it's one that I'm glad we've done um, as our hundredth celebration. We've had some more comments coming through from Twitter. Son um, of the Gervin likes it when you likes the episodes where you deprive craft wankers from winning three in a row prizes. Prizes. <laughs> that's that's um, not a personal dig at all, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Nonsuch asks or says that we should do a season of Czech beers. Oh, okay. Um, Justin says, that, in all seriousness, guys, it's been an absolute pleasure to listen to you both expand your knowledge and palate. Justin, we've just learned to bullshit, mate. That's basically how it is. Um, I, and, I disagree, Andy Pro- actually, mate. No, hang on. I disagree because <laughs> I, I know we've had this discussion and I don't know whether we've had it like on the show, but you have your palette has come on incredibly over the hundred shows and I've said this to you time and time again there are times when you put a final description on a beer and I'm like I can't add anything to that because I think you've absolutely nailed it and and from this point full, forward um, from show 101 you can no longer refer to yourself <laughs> as a beer noob as an apprentice as the, the learner that's not you anymore mate you're no longer a rookie you've stepped up um, I think that really I have. think there needs to be this it needs to be a certain level of inebriation for me to come out with that kind of stuff though. <laughs> well, we'll, I still we'll... stand by my unhuman cannonball review as being the best review I've ever done. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> um, well, we'll see. We'll see what happens when we when we get to the summing up of this beer. We'll see where we'll, we'll see where you can take that one. Um, and Andy Parker at Tabamatu, my favourite home brewer. I love you, Andy. It says, how about a show on beer cocktails? That could be an interesting one to do. We, we might have to do that live somewhere, though. Okay. <laughs> we'll think about that. You don't seem I can't thrilled. wait for the spin-off show, the Pie O'Clock show, personally. <laughs> yeah, because we're, we're enjoying doing spin-off shows at the moment, aren't we? Because we've got, um, it would be, you know, shameless self-promo. Make sure you check out the, the, the Beastie shows, the Wee Beastie shows that we're doing Harvest Dune at the moment, which is covering their limited edition range. And one of the other things that um, I didn't mention when um, I was talking about what's coming next, um, we are going to do a, a another spin-off series. We mentioned this the other week, actually, in, in Jest, I think it was, and it's kind of now developed into a thing. Um, we're we're going to do a, a spin-off series of about eight or nine shows that we're calling Revisited. And basically what we're doing, we're going back to the first season of, of the show and we're going to re, redo some of the beers that we did in that first season that, that we maybe feel either we didn't do justice to the first time round or, or that maybe our palettes weren't ready for or, or that we've moved on so much that we feel as though we could give a much better review. So keep your eye out for that. They're going to be fairly sporadic. Um, I'll, I'll say that they're going to be one a month between now and Christmas. Um, but but keep your eye out for that. Details will be coming in future weeks uh, about um, the revisited series. Um, and a couple more comments on possible seasons. How about a whole season on lager styles? That could be interesting. There's there's, a, there's quite a range mm-hmm. of lager styles out there, yeah. Yep. And how about a history series? A beer from a place or brewer important in beer history. Boom, mate. That's that the one that's going to get us a contract with BBC Four. <laughs> 
isn't it? That's that's it. That's that's the one. We're going to be all over iPlayer. That's that that's where I want to be. That could oh, be a I good think one. People actually, would, I think people would demand their license fees back. Yeah. If they saw that. <laughs> uh, that's Twitter's kind of dried up for now. Yeah, I think so, ev- everybody's enjoying their beers, aren't they? I mean, mine. I'm I'm yeah. I'm, I'm all empty. Um, feeling as though we should have. Maybe under underdid ourselves a little bit here. Maybe we should have done two beers for the hundredth show. <laughs> so I'm, I'm just getting going. Yeah. Um. Any cl- closing comments on this beer geek daydream for Michaela Siren, mate? No, I'm going to let you do it on on the hundredth show, mate. <laughs> well, un- unfortunately, like I said, and how people who are watching the live show can hear, I'm sneezing up a storm. I think I'm coming down with a cold which is not very pleasant, and I can't get all the flavours from this that I did the first time. The first time I ever had this, I checked it in on untapped with This Beer Kills the Roku. Um, Roku being my Twitter handle at the time. Um, it is lovely and boozy. You can really feel that 12%. Um, if it wasn't... Like, like you said, if, if you couldn't see the beer you were drinking, you would think it would be like a proper duck. You, 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 if someone told you to drink this stout, you would think, oh, well, this is a stout. Maybe not without the really, really pronounced coffee notes. But you're still getting some of that coffee through. You're getting the sweet sweetness through. There's like a underlayer of really nice, sweet, smooth malts with this bitterness and lasting warmth coming over the top of it. And like this tongue tip of sweetness that's kind of cutting through everything. The vanilla. That's about as much as I can give you, Steve. How about you, mate? <laughs> I think I think you've graduated there, haven't you? Um, yeah, it's uh, I, again. There's nothing I can add to that. You've you, you've absolutely summed it up for me. Um, it, it was a beer that changed um, up front. That there was a lot of booze initially, uh, big boozy flavours. That then softened in the middle, and, and there was a lot of coffee for me. And and then on the end it just it's just turned into a really nice sweet um, sweet beer that that's just one that you want to go back to time and time again. Yep. Can I just cut in and say that Sparky Wright got a badge on the hundredth show? <laughs> Ultimate badge wanker. Nice one, Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> oh dearie me. Cool. Okay, what's coming up next week, buddy? Uh, next week we're going back to Ireland. Uh, Wayne, and Janice, Wayne and Janice are back on with us next week, and we are reviewing Brew Brewery's Rua Red Owl. Red Owl. Red Owl. Very good. Ow. 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 You can Powell find Owl. us. <laughs> just, just for, you... for, for those fans that, that that like a bit of Powell Owl. In, I just thought I'd throw that in. <laughs> How did you used to pronounce Saison? I can't remember. I've no idea. Um, because <laughs> all I know now is is that it's a Saison. Maybe I used to call it a Saison. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> who who knows? I'm, I'm sure I'm sure Justin will let us know how how we used to pronounce it. <laughs> you can find us online at beeroclockshow.co.uk and on Twitter at beeroclockshow on Untapped Beer O'Clock Show on Instagram on Beer O'Clock Show Steve. I'm on 
Twitter. <laughs> Very good. I'm on. No, no I'm on Twitter. No, you have messed Roku all beer. that up tonight. <laughs> I'm on Untapped at Roku. Um, thanks, guys. Hundred episodes. Wow. Yeah, mate, you for- you've forgotten something. What did I forget? Oh, Prizes. fucking hell. Prizeless prize. The prizeless prize. <laughs> the, the 100th episode prizeless prize. The, probably the most sought after prizeless prize of them all. Um, yeah. And, and here it is. I'm, I'm gonna, I can show it tonight, can't I, to those that are, that are watching. And it's a new contributor yeah. as well. So this is a first-time winner of the prizeless prize on our 100th show. This is Weld of Beercraft um, for, for this picture. There. There it is. I, I really like that this week. Um, oh, obviously, classy. for those of you, for those of you that are, are listening to this and not tuning into the live episode, this picture is in <laughs> tonight's show notes, and it's also on our Instagram account. Um, you can get involved in the prize this prize action by tweeting, not tweeting, by posting a picture on Instagram and um, hashtagging it. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Very good. Right, the Beer O'Clock Show is proud to be supported by Ales by Mail, your premier destination for bottled real ales delivered directly to your door. Visit alesbymail.co.uk and use the code BOCS10 for a 10% discount. So ends episode 100 of the Beer O'Clock Show. I'm going to play us out after Steve and I say goodbye and before the tinkly tinkly music with a message from our number one, well-deserved number one fan, Miles. Steve, thanks ever so much for joining me on this wild, crazy ride of 100 episodes. And just before we go, mate, it's important to make sure that we say thank you to all the people that have made sure we're still here 100 shows in. So thanks to all the breweries, all the folk in the industry, shops, stores, and most of all, to all of our listeners and followers. Thank you so much for sticking with us and putting us in your ears every week. We wouldn't be here without you. Cheers, guys. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday beer o'clock show, happy birthday to you. Hi, it's Miles here, just want to say happy birthday, 100 years old today, Mark, Steve, still looking good for it, proof positive that beer must be good for you. Crack and show lads, keep up the good work, all the best. <laughs>